This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Coming up on 5 Minute News. Israel approves settlements without pushback from U.S. President Biden fires architect of the capital. And South Africa declares state of disaster in wake of floods. It's Tuesday, February 14. I'm Anthony Davis. The U.S. on Monday criticized new Israeli plans to build thousands of new homes for Jewish settlers in the occupied West Bank, but gave no indication it would take any action against its close Middle Eastern ally. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu's office announced the plan, saying they were in response to recent deadly Palestinian violence. It said Israel would legalize nine settlement outposts that were built without authorization and convene a special planning committee in the coming days to approve additional settlement construction. Israel's finance minister, a hardline settler whose responsibilities also include authority over settlement construction, said some 10,000 housing units were set to be approved. Netanyahu's new government is dominated by Israeli ultranationalists who support settlement construction and oppose Palestinian independence. The United States opposes settlement construction on occupied territories claimed by the Palestinians. Over 700,000 Jewish Israelis now live in the West Bank and East Jerusalem, territories captured in the 1967 Middle East War and sought by the Palestinians for their future state. In Washington, Secretary of State Antony Blinken said the U.S. was deeply troubled by the Israeli decision. We strongly oppose such unilateral measures, which exacerbate tensions and undermine the prospects for a negotiated two-state solution. President Joe Biden has fired embattled architect of the capital, Brett Blanton, who oversees the historic building that houses Congress and its expansive grounds, as pressure mounted for his removal following a scathing Inspector General report of personal and management lapses. The White House said on Monday that Blanton's appointment was terminated. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy said on Monday he'd lost confidence in Blanton's ability to do the job. An Inspector General report released last year found administrative, ethical and policy violations by Blanton, a Trump-era appointee, including that he abused his government vehicle and misrepresented himself as a law enforcement official. A House hearing last week unearthed new questions and criticisms, including that he was not at the Capitol on January 6, 2021, when it came under attack by disgraced former President Trump's supporters. Blanton came under intense criticism after the Inspector General report found Blanton allowed unauthorized use of his work vehicle, including by his wife and adult daughter, racking up nearly 30,000 miles, about triple the estimate for his official use. 
At a House hearing last week, Blanton also came under fire when he testified that he was not at the Capitol during the January 6 attack because it was a telework day under COVID-19 protocols. He also faced fierce questions about Capitol tours he allowed and sometimes conducted despite pandemic restrictions. The report also found multiple social media posts created by Blanton's wife about Capitol tours, including one reading, All Patriots Welcome. The report said that while the posts did not violate U.S. codes, offering private tours of the U.S. Capitol creates the appearance of impropriety and using a public position for private gain, which is a violation of AOC policy. Blanton was nominated in December 2019 by Donald Trump as the 12th architect of the Capitol and confirmed to the post by the U.S. Senate. South African President Cyril Ramaphosa has declared a national state of disaster to enable an intensive response to widespread flooding that has affected seven of the country's nine provinces. Pumalunga and the Eastern Cape have been most affected by the floods which were brought on by heavy rainfall as a result of the La Nina weather phenomenon, according to a statement from the office of the presidency yesterday. Gorteng, KwaZulu-Natal, Limpopo, the Northern Cape and Northwest have also experienced flooding. Invoking the national disaster gives the government additional powers, including in the procurement and delivery of goods and services, and the ability to bypass restrictions under current law. The National Police and Defence Force may be called on to help respond to the flooding, the statement said. The floods have resulted in wide-ranging impact from flooded homes and vehicles to the loss of basic infrastructure. Farmers expect crop and livestock losses to continue as the government's weather service forecasts that the weather pattern will remain during the early part of 2023, it said. Ramaphosa declared a national state of disaster last week over South Africa's power crisis as daily rolling power cuts are paralysing businesses. The World Weather Attribution Service found that climate change doubled the likelihood of similar weather events. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News on YouTube with your preferred podcast app. Ask your smart speaker or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Subscribe, rate and review online at 5minute.news. 5-Minute News is an evergreen podcast covering politics, inequality, health and climate. Delivering independent, unbiased and essential world news daily. On the morning of August 1st, 1966, shots ring out from the observation deck of the clock tower on the University of Texas campus. It marks the infamous beginning of the modern era of mass shootings in America. You're listening to Stop the Killing podcast. Join us as we take you behind the crime scene tape to explain global mass shootings and mass attacks. I'm Sarah Ferris, but more importantly, this is Catherine Schweitz, the former head of the FBI's active shooter program. I spent five years as the FBI's top executive looking for answers to the mass shooting crisis. I've been at the shooting scenes. I've traced heroic acts of bravery and I've sat silently and listened to the heart-wrenching stories from survivors. Amongst this horror, there is hope. We all hold the key to stop the killing. You just need to know how to unlock the door. Download Stop the Killing and be part of the solution. Search Stop the Killing on Apple, Spotify, and all the usual suspects.